Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I've got the pleasure of being joined by Penny Lee Prevost. I've known Penny Lee for a number of years, and since day one, she's always been encouraging me and everybody else that she runs into to be the very best they can be. So when I heard that she's now calling herself the dancing motivator, it wasn't really hard to believe. In that role, she helps people retain more of the things that they're exposed to through a combination of movement and music. And bundling this all together with her Friends Friday fun movement, she's helping everyone to lead better lives. We all need someone like Penny Lee in our life, I think. Today, Penny Lee is joining me to talk about vision boards and how they can help you have more success in your life. Thanks for joining me today, Penny Lee. Thanks so much, Jackie, for uh, the invitation. Of course, uh, I absolutely love helping people to get clear on their vision, number one, but also add value in learning new skills as well as vitality. So that's kind of my tagline, be vision, be value, and be vitality. And being is so important, which is exactly what I what I talk about in my Friends Friday Fun podcast is being great human beings. And the whole principle of being is to be with other people to learn from others. And so thank you. I have the opportunity to take today to share what my skill set and knowledge is with your audience. So thank you for the invitation. Ah, uh, you're welcome. I think it's going to be our pleasure for sure. And I think <laughs> we could probably fill up an entire show about all the things that you do on a regular basis, because you do so many things. So maybe we'll save that for another time <laughs> and sure. dive right into vision boards. So can you tell us just a little bit about what a vision board is, what types there are, things like that, and you know what they do for us? Yeah, absolutely. And for me, the vision board is really the foundation of everything that I do and everything that I teach. And so about 20 years ago, I was introduced to the concept of dream boards. And a dream board is more or less a long term dream of what you would like to have in your life. And I then realized that there was somewhat of a difference between a dream and a vision. And as you know, I'm sure you're quite aware that all CEOs of big companies have to have vision of where their company is going. And that's why I decided to call my workshop vision 
to victory because it's really about having a vision of where you are going as an individual, where your business is going, for example, and, um, you know, having a victory celebration when you get to the point that you have visualized. Now, there are many ways of doing a vision board. Um, I have a very special gift that allows me to really dig deep to help people understand why they want something and what is their limiting belief in preventing them from getting there. But the principle of doing a vision board is basically to give you clarity on where you want to go. And oftentimes we have ideas and dreams of things that we would love to do, but we don't ever tell anybody. And we, we dare not talk about it because it possibly could be reality. And that's sometimes really scary. So I tell people, you know, it's really about taking time to reflect and give yourself questions that allow you to just open up and let it all out. So what's inside you, deep inside you, that you have been saving for the perfect time, you want to be able to script that, get it out, and then you can start creating a vision of what that looks like fit into your life. Now, there are vision boards that can be done on a Bristol board. You can do them. Um, I often suggest sometimes to have more uh, visuals in front of you to create a jar. So it's called a vision jar where you put tokens inside that represent where you're going. You can also uh, use a cup, like a, um, a mug that you would get that has a clear outside and there's a, a sheet that goes inside with pictures of things that you'd like to, um, to manifest. Um, you can use coasters, uh, a book, you can have a photo album with pictures of things you'd like to manifest. But honestly, I truly believe that it's really important that you look at your vision board consistently and subconsciously. So I have it in a beautiful picture frame because we want to honor our creation, right? And so that's what I suggest is a, a, a picture frame that you frame your vision of your life in. So if you're framing it, just just before I go on to the, uh, the real next question, if you're framing yep. it, obviously it's been put on paper or something first. So is that something that you do physically with um, magazine pictures or do you do it digitally and print it? How do you do that? Good question. Um, you can do it digitally as well, but you know what? There is magic when you activate your hands in actually creation. And in my teaching, in my dance practice, I tell people that to activate your creativity, you want to move your hands. So you can activate your hands by snapping or all kinds of things. And I incorporate that in my workshop from my Vision to Victory workshop as well. But the idea is that you want to stimulate your creativity and your mind and your fingers are directly connected. So yes, you can do it as a um, background for your computer, 
but I personally don't think it's as effective as you actually cutting and pasting and creating. So you can go look for pictures online, print them, and then cut them out and put them in a picture frame. Right. One time, um, quite a while ago in my own businesses, <laughs> plural, <laughs> we made vision boards. And one of the things that someone suggested was you put it in a frame but then you put it in front of your computer screen or in front of your TV or in front of whatever it is that takes away your time from chasing those visions so that you actually physically have to put them aside in order to do something else. And that was really um, kind of monumental for me in terms of, of being a, making it real that you know, these are things that you actually have to work for. Correct. And I, I love that idea because it makes you consciously aware. That's really what it's doing, right? So you have to yep. physically pick it up and move it out of the way so that you can watch TV or yep. whatever it is that you're doing, right? So I love that. I think that's a great idea. So going with that, because I was doing it as something to help move a business forward. You mentioned CEOs having visions for their companies and people who have businesses. So surely not everybody needs a vision board or do we? Um, who would you recommend have one? So that's, a, that's also a really good question. And I remember years ago, before my mother-in-law passed away, I would ask her, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? And she felt that because she was over 60, she didn't have to make resolutions. And I totally think that's false. <laughs> I really believe that everybody has opportunity to attract new things in their life. And I believe that, you know, we're always learning. That's what life is. It's about learning and growing. So why would you stop after your stop working, why would you stop creating goals and pushing yourself to be even better? That just doesn't make any sense to me at all. So honestly, I believe that even children should be creating vision boards. And I believe people who are retired as well should continue to create vision boards because it really gives you a sense of hope and possibility of something different and better for yourself in the future. And that you just answered my next question was going to be about after retirement, why would they need a vision board and, and how would they go about creating that? I mean, most people that have come to me, they're saying they're retiring and they don't know what's next. They have no idea what they're going to do. They've left their job or their career behind and they feel now I've got nothing. So, I mean, a vision board is important at this point, but how do you motivate them to think about the things that are important that they want to strive towards? Well, that's a very loaded question because it takes a lot of questions to help people to really start dreaming again, because I think what you're talking about is people have a long-term career in a certain area and they've become experts. And so now they've stepped away from working in that field and they feel they have nothing. So that doesn't mean that they have nothing. They just have different projects that they can work on. So maybe it's an opportunity to 
do a, a, a triathlon or an Ironman at 60. There's lots of people that do do that. You know, maybe it's something like um, creating a community project that will help bridge the gap between seniors and youth. Maybe it's about helping people to learn some of their skill sets, you know, because they've had a career in whatever it is. And so obviously they've become an expert in that field. So why not take that uh, knowledge and share that with other people? So how can you do that? Maybe they want to write a book. Maybe they want to launch a podcast, but they have no idea where to start. So this is what I do. I help people by asking a lot a lot of questions. And oftentimes I find, you know, people have an idea when I retire, I'm going to do this. Well, you don't have to wait till you're retired, number one. But when you are retired, you do want to have goals in place that will give you value because that's one of the things that I'm finding more and more today is that people are reserved with what they share. They think everybody knows that. And that's not the truth. People only know things based on their life experiences and who they've been associated with. So if you want to learn about maybe creating a community project to bridge the gap between seniors and youth, then it's time for you to go out and seek people who are in those industries that you could collaborate with so that you can reach your objective and have value and share your knowledge and wisdom. That's fabulous. And that's, it's so true. You go through your life and you get really good at whatever it is you're doing. And you think it's second nature that anybody can do it because you can do it in your sleep. But at the beginning, when you first did that job, you couldn't do it in your sleep. So there's no reason to assume that everybody else can too. And Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that I actually started the podcast because I was in that mindset. Well, everybody knows how to make friends. Everybody knows how to be nice to people. They might know, but they don't necessarily apply the information because they're bombarded with all kinds of information today. And sometimes things that should be common knowledge are not or are forgotten, you know? So that's all I'm doing is trying to remind people about how to be extra special, nice to people and, and how to be great human beings. And, you know, it's, it surprises me, but at the same time, I think it's of great value to be able to help people um, to do exactly that. Yeah, I think so too. So this, your workshop for vision board is called vision to victory. Do you run them often or just at certain times of the year or? Yeah, I'm really glad you asked that question because no, it's not at certain times of the year. You might think that everybody in January is doing a vision board. And um, I like to say that it's really something that can be done at any time of the year. I particularly suggest minimum every quarter every quarter because you're going to change and you're going to achieve things. So when I teach my vision board uh, workshop, what I do is I ask people to look at six areas of their life and I call these the thriving centers. So these are six particular areas that you want to focus on improving in a little way 
on an ongoing basis. Now, if I said to you, for example, most people concentrate on health at the beginning of the year. So if I said to you, um, you know, this year, what I want to do to improve my health is I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, that's a, that's a big, that's a big, big goal. And there's a lot of pieces to that. So there's how you eat, what you do for movement, how you sleep, if you take any supplements to assist you, insist your body in working effectively. There's tons of different things you can do, but you can't do them all at once because right. that is called pushing your willpower. And willpower only lasts so long. So you want to do things in little chunks. So maybe at the beginning of the year, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to start off by creating a menu plan. So that's what I'm going to do to improve my health for the first quarter and get that as uh, consistent as possible. So it's now a new habit, right? And then in the next quarter, I'm going to incorporate some kind of a movement practice. And so then we focus on that for the next three months. So obviously, as you accomplish things, you need to update your vision board. Because my dear friend, uh, who is a medium, will tell you, you do not want stale, old, accomplished stuff in your vision board. Because it's just, it's dead weight, right? So you need to upgrade it on a regular basis. So I offer them consistently, usually every month, because some people thought about doing a vision board in January, but didn't get around to it. So now it's February. So now they're going to, they're ready and they're going to do it. Or maybe somebody set a re resolution in January and usually resolutions fall off after about three weeks, 21 days. <laughs> And so I think it's the craziest thing that people don't go back and try again until the following year, when really they can try again next month or next week. <laughs> like, you don't have or to tomorrow. wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I do them consistently quarterly myself, but I do offer them every month so that I can have people from all different walks of life join me and I can teach them. I also do private um, vision to victory workshops for teams of people. So for example, I had a chiropractor who had uh, an office that had contractors. So there was a massage therapist and there was a physiotherapist and, you know, they're a doula. So all these people came together working under the same umbrella but they weren't employed. They were all independent contractors. So in order to work together synergistically as a team, we did a vision to victory workshop. So that gave them all an idea of what everybody was working towards so they could support and cheer each other on in accomplishing their objectives. Well, that's a great idea. I like that. And, and yeah. it's so easy to no, I shouldn't say it's so easy. It should be easy to encourage everyone to be part of something like that because it helps everyone. Absolutely. It's like a team building event, right? So in addition to your vision to victory uh, workshops, you have something called positive attitude zone talks or words or questions. Tell us a little bit about those. 
Yeah. So the positive attitude zone talk cards were created in order to uh, learn about people or have conversations with people in a meaningful way. And the idea is that, you know, often when we meet somebody, we talk about very superficial things, you know, where have you gone away on holidays or um, where are you from? Things like that, as opposed to asking, hey, Jackie, so nice to meet you. Do you happen to have a superpower? <laughs> and if you had one, what would it be? You know, and that's a fun way of getting to know people or even uh, maybe asking people, you know, what's your best family memory? People love to reflect on uh, experiences that they've had. And when you ask people those kinds of things, it really shows them that you want to know who they are as a person and not where they've gone on holidays or when the last time they cut their hair and colored their hair was. You're having meaningful conversations and really understanding where people are coming from. That's interesting. I, um, I'm sure at least one person listening has said, how can it be meaningful talking about a superpower when a superpower isn't real? Whereas where you last went on vacation is a real thing. It's tangible. It's something that they did that you'd get to know them better. But I like the idea of a superpower conversation because it makes you dig a little deeper into yourself and, and maybe share something that you, know, you hadn't thought about either. Absolutely. And it's a lot of fun. It's about incorporating fun, right? And you're right, a superpower may not be real. However, I tend to believe that we all have superpowers, we have things that we're really, really, really good at. And that could be your superpower. Um, so, you know, another question from the positive. So there's five categories, five different categories. And um, I was just going to grab them. So there's purple is about relationships. Blue is about self-esteem and values. Green is creative thinking. Yellow is forethought. And pink is reflective thinking. So if you remember um, when I did my birthday celebration, I went around and I asked everybody a question, pick a question from the Positive Attitude Zone talk card so that I could keep record of that. And often what I'll do is for somebody's birthday, I have a little journal and I'll ask all the guests. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It could be any kind of celebration, but I'll ask all the guests a question and I jot the answers down in a notebook. And to me, that really gives me a better understanding of what that person likes or what where they're coming from because that's the biggest thing is you need to meet people where they're at so like you said for you super a superpower seems kind of um not real but when i talk about a superpower i talk about what i'm really good at so that's a different way of looking at a superpower and that just yep. goes to show you how much you can learn about where somebody's coming from yeah, that's true. So do you use these in general conversation with people? Or do you have um, some sort of program or service that you that you uh, sell that incorporates those? How do you use them? Yeah, so I do sell the positive attitude zone talk cards, they're available on our website, steppingstonesforsuccess.ca. Uh, 
and uh, people can purchase them there. And you can, like I say, you can use them either as a game with family members. You can use them in business. I do all of my workshops. I always pick a card to ask people to introduce themselves and answer a question so that I can learn about people. At every single one of my dance classes that I teach, I also pick a question at the beginning of the of the class. So it gives people something to reflect on while they're dancing and maybe they'll get an answer. So you uh, you mentioned one website. Do you have other websites that uh, that people can find you at or is that the best one? Actually, what I'm going to do is I'll provide you with uh, my e-card link so you can incorporate that in the show notes sure. and people yep. can easily access me. And uh, yes, I am a wedding officiant. So I have a website uh, through All Seasons Weddings to act, to connect with me there. I have my own personal website as well, pennyleeprevo.com, which is my main website. And you can access the wedding officiant the mindset uh, practice through Graduate Thrivers with my business partner. That's where I teach the Vision to Victory workshop. And Graduate Thrivers is the umbrella and Stepping Stones for Success is the actual um, workshops that we offer, right? So the Perfect. Stepping Stones for Success is little steps to help you get to the results you're looking for. Um, and then, of course, the, uh, the NIA practice so my my fitness classes are all in there so the easiest one is pennyleeprevo.com and that's where you can find all of my information but yeah it's uh I do things I love you know a lot of people say that I'm so busy doing all these different things but I've made those choices because I'm living my life doing the things I love to do and not the things that I have to do yep that's it exactly and that's that is actually the tagline behind me and beyond retirement is it's your life, live it, you know, do the things you, you want to do. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a, that's very exciting. <laughs> so thank you very much for uh, being here before we close off. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you would like to uh, tell the listeners or make them aware of? Well, I do have a Vision to Victory workshop coming up on February 22nd. And uh, because it is uh, 2022, all the twos make for a very lucky day. So I purposely chose that day for the Vision to Victory workshop, which will be from 6 to 8 p.m., finishing at 8 p.m., which of course is 20 hours, you know, <laughs> so all lined up. Uh, would absolutely love uh, for people to come and join me, and I'd love to be able to help them to realize their objectives for 2022. And, uh, you know, besides that, I work with the philosophy or the strategy of the four C's for success, which is also part of my Friends Friday Fun podcast. Uh, number one, make a commitment to yourself. Whatever your crazy wild idea is, commit to yourself to follow through. Number one. Number two, communicate you need to share that with other people so that the people in line with your 
objective will come forward. And that's number three, community. So you have a support system to bounce ideas off of, but also to uh, learn from other people and their life experiences. And number four, C for success is to collaborate like we're doing here today. When you collaborate with other people, you can reach so many more people. That's fabulous. I like that. And I will make sure that the four C's go in the show notes as well. Fantastic. Thanks very much for being with me today, Penny Lee. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun too. And I really appreciate, uh, you know, the invitation because any opportunity that I have to uh, share my knowledge, I'm very grateful for. I'm truly blessed and uh, happy to have you in my entourage of friends too. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late. <laughs>